You're listening to Hamilton Tiger Cats Football on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Tiger Cats at the half, presented by my insurance broker, Bubba O'Neill, along with Andy Frantuz. And, whoa, it's a wonderful day outside. It's Saturday. The, the, the temperature is beautiful. And the Tiger Cats are defeating the, def- the, the defending Grey Cup champion, uh, Argonaut, 17 to nothing. Great feeling. Uh, Andy, let's analyze the first half here. Take a couple minutes here before we bring in our alumnus of distinction. Uh, as presented by Finley Injury, Injury Lawyers, Brandon Stewart. Contributions from offense, defense, and special teams. Coaching staff have to be happy. They have to be. The whole team as a whole, they're, they're, they're really playing well. Uh, a few drop passes, a few underthrown balls, like lots of little details to clean up. But overall, you're getting, like you said, you're getting production in all three phases, and you can't ask for more than that. And, and you're pitching a shutout right now in front of a, an excited crowd. Uh, it, it's going really well. Uh, the thing I love the most is seeing the team, the energy amongst the team. If well, Malik Carney had that big sack early in the game and the whole defense is in the in the backfield celebrating. Uh, every first down, the, the guys are running downfield, picking up the receiver and, and celebrating together along with the touchdown. And even along the sideline, you see a lot of energy and a lot of team cohesiveness. And, and you got to love that when really all these players are kind of fighting against each other and competing for, uh, for jobs. Interesting thing. We talked about him in the pregame show, and he certainly has been the talk of camp, and that is Justin McGriff, the rookie, six foot six receiver. Uh, first play, Bo Levi Mitchell comes in there. The crowd's on its feet. Uh, a deep throw down the left sideline, perfectly placed, and he drops the ball. But yet he comes back and battles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He must have been thinking, "Hey, I wasn't even this wide open all, all through camp. I can't believe it." Uh, but it's sometimes it's good to get those negative plays out of the way and kind of shake off that uh, that fear, if you say that. And then he came back and, like you said, he, he made he made some clutch first down catches, tough tough balls over the middle, fighting for extra yards. Um, so he's definitely. Uh, you know, proving himself after that early mistake, and it's and it's great to see, and it's great to see the coach continuing to call his name, and, and the quarterback finding him. And I like the fact that they're moving him inside and out. Yeah, yeah, he he, he seems like he's going to be at that X position, but Tommy really likes to um, move guys both in alignment and as the you know in with pre-snap motion. So you're going to see a lot of that all season long. Um, we certainly saw that a lot with Tim White and Stephen Dunbar last year, uh, catching balls out of the, the slot and the wide out and, uh, and I think that Justin McGriff will be another one of those pieces that Tommy likes to move around to create match uh, mismatches. Not to bury the lead, but Bo Levi Mitchell looked like what we know Bo Levi Mitchell can be. Yeah, he did. He came out with a, you know, the first drive, he had two drop passes and um, but he he shook it off. He ended up being three for six with that long touchdown drive and an exit connection with Richie Sinani, his old Calgary teammate, for the touchdown. And he seemed to be comfortable, uh, poised, and he was delivering the ball on time. And if you take away those drops, uh, uh, pretty impressive. Actually, the third ball was knocked down too. So really, he didn't really have a, a bad throw in there. You talk about uh, one of your three keys, your car star keys to the game, obviously being turnovers, and the defense were very opportunistic. They were, and it was great to see Lawrence Woods. He was in perfect position at the field corner spot on a deep ball, and in just the right timing, 
He turned around and, and made a play on the ball, and I know how excited he is to be starting on defense after coming into the season thinking, oh, we have a return specialist, a return specialist. Well, you know he wants to play on defense. He's got the start of the field corner. He made the most of his opportunity and, and came down with the big interception. Uh, so d definitely great to see uh, him, and I'm really happy for him. The Jeff Reinbold effect uh, immediately right in there. Uh, that wedge blocking was unbelievable right up the middle, and uh, it, it's a beautiful 83-yard punt returned by Leandre Gallimore. Yeah, you said it. It's just, just great blocking. He had to make one bounce-out cut um, against the last line of defense there, the kicker and the safety, and, and other than that, he was... Uh, you gotta just—you just gotta give the credit to everyone around him. I mean, yes, he caught the ball well and, and ran fast, but uh, it was—it was pretty wide open. So, um, great scheme and good execution by that entire punt return team. Let's bring in a guy that's got a big smile on his face right now. Our alumnus of distinction, presented by Finley Injury Lawyers, Brandon Stewart. 11 season CFL veteran, 138 games spent with the Tie Cats, Bombers, and Stamps, and. Uh, Brandon, first of all, great to see you here. Great to see you enjoying the action and wearing that number nine with the Tiger Cats black and gold. It's got to feel good. It feels amazing, man. Thank you guys for having me. I'm, I'm honored, truly, man. It's a blessing. B. Stu, you've always been one of my, my favorite teammates and, uh, and good friends. And um, What are you doing with your life now? I know you're still in town and, and working with grassroots football. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, yeah, man, I... Uh, I did, uh, did some coaching. I coached for Hamilton Hurricanes for a couple of seasons. I had to take a break this year because I, I work shift work. I'm in the steel industry. <laughs> and so, you know, I work uh, afternoons one week and days one. So I had to take a break. But I still, I'm, I'm going to go out there and, and go watch my guys play and still be coaching from the stands because, you know, that's just football. It's what I do. It's what I love. But, man, this the Hamilton, Ontario as a whole, man, it's just been great to me. And I love it. How nice is it to be back here at Tim Hortons Field in front of these fans and, and, and get the recognition and be able to run out on the field with the guys and, uh, and have, uh, you know, just, just a day and, and be, be honored like this? I've never had anything like this before. You know, it's, it's amazing, like 11 years, but, you know, we've been putting in work since we were eight, seven, and, you know, it's just it's nice to to get some gratitude from an organization that appreciates what you did. You brought, you came in every day, you brought the right attitude and, and it's been nothing but love from Hamilton as an organization, as a football club since I got here. And even since I've been done playing, it's just a, it's a classy, a classy organization and how they go about their business. And I'm, I'm just thankful to be a part of it. When it was announced that you would be the alumnus of distinction, uh, one of the people that, were asked about you was head coach Orlando Steinauer and boy he put a big smile on his face and all he could say was he's a guy from the 206. Yes sir the 206. Coach O and I are both from Seattle Washington. Uh, it just you don't hear a lot of guys coming from the area but we, we play good football out there and you know, Coach O believed in me when I was here. Uh, you know, I had a rough go. I was a starter my first year, had a rough go in the Grey Cup and didn't play my best. And, you know, I got the opportunity to come back the next year. Got into training camp. I was a starter in the Grey Cup. I went from a starter to third string as Sam. And I didn't care. I just wanted an opportunity to, to do my job, to be with my guys. And things happen guys injuries happen and I got an opportunity to play and 
against Winnipeg, and the rest was history for that year, man. It was, I was going crazy. I was balling out. I was getting picks every other game. <laughs> just, it, I, it was just, I grew. Like, the, the Coach O effect really took its toll on me. The first year, I, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. I, I knew my job. I didn't know the defense as a whole court. And that, that's mainly as the DBs, they need to know what their will linebackers doing. They need to know what the other guys do. They need to know the continuity of the defense. Therefore, they can make their plays when their opportunity presents itself. How much of a transition was it for you coming and playing the CFL game versus what you grew up playing? And, uh, and tell us a little bit about how, what you think of it and what do you think about the league right now? The CFL is in a great place. Um, we got a lot of young talent. We still have our sprinkled in veterans across the league. Uh, but for me as an American coming in, I played wide receiver my whole life. So I went to college as a wideout. I was just like you, bro. I like to catch touchdowns on people. I'm trying to dunk on you. I want to run, do my thing. And I came up here and, uh, yeah, man, I switched to DB and I just been a, I was a sponge. I was just willing to learn whatever, whatever role they wanted to put me at, wherever you wanted me to do, I'm going gung-ho. That's just that's my mindset when it comes to football. You play it one way. So what are we gonna what are we talking about in the locker room here going out into the second half of a preseason game? Right now it's just let's just come out, keep playing clean football, let's keep executing, play fast, play for the guy next to you. Yeah, we're all competing, but these guys from down the highway can't can't leave here with a dub today. Period, point blank. So <laughs> let's 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 keep doing our thing, keep hitting these boys in the mouth and you know, let the chips fall where they may. <laughs> Only got about 30 seconds here, but like I'm sure you don't miss the ice tub. But what is it? Or maybe it, like what? I took a cold tub last week. <laughs> oh, maybe got, got one on my deck. Okay, yes, maybe sir. Do. You do enjoy it. Oh man, well, oh, what, I'm what, what, what do you miss about the game right now the most? The camaraderie, man. The 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 Andy Fantuzes, the 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 Jeremiah Masolis, the 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 Simone Lawrences. It, the camaraderie, man, is second to none. It's a family. It's a brotherhood. It's a it's it's a it's a life fraternity, man, and just that's what football provides for you. And like a lot of the guys, I may not see a guy for four, five, six, seven, eight years, but we can pick right up where we left off, and that's the power of football. Well said, man. Love you. Love well, you too, it bro. was great to pick up with you. Uh, you are the alumnus of Distinction, presented by Finley Injury Lawyers, Brandon Stewart. Uh, congratulations. Enjoy your day, and uh, hey, stop in anytime. Thank you. It's an honor, man. Thank you, guys. Folks, as we get ready for the second half, Hamilton Tiger Cats leading the Toronto Argonauts, the defending Grey Cup champions, 17 to nothing. Coming up next, it's the boys in the booth, RJ and Luke from the booth. And you are listening to Tiger Cats at the Half, presented by my insurance broker on Tiger Cats Audio Network.